I'm Maya. And I'm Saya. And we'll be your guides through fan fiction hell. Welcome, Welcome to Ficta Inferno. There we go. Fuck was that? Was that you? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me stretching my arm because I had to press play because I'm sitting on your bed. <laughs> While you're sitting on the floor like a plebeian. Mm-hmm. You pleb. Why why you gotta call me what Dylan called me on? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's been that's been like something he's told me for like years. That you're a pleb. <laughs> no, Saya, you're not a pleb. <laughs> that's how I even knew what it meant when I said it to you. Yes, that uh is his go-to insult next to your killing me, Smalls. Just for everything I do. Everyone says it. Actually, that was a big thing that people kept saying at my, well, first round of people at GameStop that I worked with all said that. You're killing me, Smalls. Like, today, I said I didn't have time to... Oh, no, I... No. I said I didn't like getting pedicures, and that's what he said. Is that why you have nails? You have talons? Mm -hmm. You have talons instead of well, nails. I mean, I clip my nails. I just don't like getting pedicures. You need to get, like, a nail nipper, dude. I need a, my parents say I need a petty pause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, okay, well, if I, you know, shave my talons down too far, like, then I won't be able to catch my dinner. Because <laughs> I also have really long arms for all of our listeners who have never seen me physically. <laughs> The long arms. So yes, my my parents uh, say I have a wingspan and talons, so I might as well, you know, just adopt my new falcon persona. Dear lord, <laughs> I am the new falcon. You're gonna just be hiding out in the trees one day, and I'm gonna you're gonna try and swoop by and fall flat on your face because you tried to fly, but you don't have wings, Saya. You just have a wingspan. You need feathers. Oh god, please don't make like feathers out of the wax and the feather stuff. Don't be mm. like Icarus. I don't think I'm going to. God, just because I'm Greek doesn't mean I'm gonna do that. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I assume all Greeks are like that, considering it's Greek mythology. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna go over and slay the Gorgon Medusa? Yes. Gonna go... Give Cerberus some belly rubs. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, what are we reading today, Saya? Quite possibly the most difficult fan fiction to find on the fucking internet. Even though I found it with one Google search. I could not find this one in one Google search. I literally typed in. I, <laughs> I typed in all the keywords and it was the first one that popped up. This one took me forever to find had you not sent me the link. There's something wrong with you. There was a lot wrong with me, actually. Okay, there are. Okay. So, anywho's. We are reading... Is this our first Disney fanfic, I think so. We're reading a Hunchback of Notre Dame Except fanfic. Except for, uh... My Skellington. People easily forget that it's just... That's true. 
Nor do we really want to remember that horrible thing. No. Hunchback is more of a classic Disney. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have to be questioning skeleton six packs. Or skeleton dicks. No. No. What we are questioning is the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> it reminds me of that vine. <laughs> that was the the sexy skeletons. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Vaguely. <laughs> it's, it's lotion all over and it's like the... <laughs> the Anyways, guys. So this is a fanfic called Marie. It is, um... Sorry, Saya, there's no smut in this. Darn, I love reading horrible smut in my monotone voice. It's my favorite thing to pull out on this channel. <laughs> well, you don't get to read any weird, raunchy hunchback sex. This is, Good. um... Good. So this takes place, like, a few months after the movie. Like, the first movie. And... There's, like, stuff that's ripped off from the sequel movie that we shall not talk about. <laughs> I have issues with it. Everyone can fight me. I have issues. I've never even seen the second one. It has Jennifer Love Hewitt voicing the main love interest. Yeah, I know. I remember, like, the trailer on the old Disney movies. But, like, I never saw the second one. I think it's still on Netflix. We the might have to watch. One? Yeah, the second one. Oh, okay. Wait, I might have to pull it up for you at some point. <laughs> Then you can suffer with me. Mm. Phoebus is treated like an utter buffoon. And what gets me is like, okay, tangent for a moment. So in the second one, there's like this traveling circus that comes into town. And everyone's just fucking fine with, okay, this guy's apparently magic. Even though they tried to kill Esmeralda a few years earlier. Months. Technically, it's years. In the movie. In the movie. Okay. Because in that time, Esmeralda and Phoebus have a son together. So we get annoying small child sidekick, who also becomes MacGuffin. Anywho, um... And everyone's just fine with this dude being magical, I guess, even though they tried to burn Esmeralda at the stake for being a witch. And Esmeralda totally plays the... Well, you could be a little bit more accepting considering how everyone used to treat the gypsies. Because <laughs> they, that's how they would say it. Should pull that card on him. And it's like, but these dudes have legit been stealing. <laughs> it's not even, it's blatant, it's blatant theft. Try to steal a bell for some reason. I don't get why they have a jewel encrusted bell in the fucking church in the first place. Like that is like the epitome of, this is what's wrong with the church. Anyways, uh... That's a whole nother road to walk down with you and me. This, this is, it's a long, long tangent, and here we are. We're just gonna read this, um, it's 12 chapters long. It's 12 chapters long. Anyway, I'll start it out. Thanks. It was the most beautiful Easter that Paris hasn't seen in a long time. The trees were full of colors as the cherry blossoms bloomed and the sky was blue and clear, even though cherry blossoms are not native to France. That's what I was going to say. I was like, are there even cherry blossoms in France? Not did I know of. The smell of lilacs and fresh baked bread filled their s Filled the air. <laughs> okay, the, like the and air are like smushed together so it looked like the air. <laughs> but it's like the air in the streets. The bells began to chime as the Sunday Mass finished its Easter service. 
The townspeople were filling out of the church and looked up to notice the choir of bells being rung in the bell tower. Oh, where really? else would they fucking ring? <laughs> the bell ringer Quasimodo rang the bells with joy and delight, for it was his first Easter in freedom. Even though he's fucking deaf in the book book. Yeah. In, in the book book he's mm-hmm. deaf because of the ringing of the bells. Yep. Yep. There are some knockoff hunchback movies by animation like animation companies of lesser quality and so forth that actually did make him deaf and actually stuck with like the original concept of a lot of things, but I like this version of Quasimodo better. I also like the play version. Play version's good. Mm-hmm. It gets everything in there. Anywho. About three months ago, because we need that exact time frame. Yes, three months and exactly four and a half hours. He was forced to stay inside the bell tower by his master Frollo, the former minister of justice. But ever since Frollo died, uh, aka him throwing him, Quasimodo yeeting him off of the top of the cathedral into <laughs> a fiery pit. Well, it's he, called aesthetic. Well, he didn't necessarily eat, eat him, he just decided not to help him. Yeah. Um, there are versions where Quasi just eats him. Just gets yoded. You know, I feel like Frollo's whole storyline is just most dramatic reaction to a boner ever. It is. Um. It's like, do I really, you know, feel like you should have fallen off a cathedral? Like. Well, he was pretty abusive. He was. He was abusive. He tried to kill her because he couldn't fuck her. Frodo, are you an incel? Frollo? Frodo? Frodo! Frodo! <laughs> well, he's never had any either. Frollo, do you have some explaining to do? Are you a nice guy? <laughs> do girls just not get it? Um, well, the thing is, like, because in the actual story story, Frollo is, um, he's actually, like, a member of the church. I think he's the deacon? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what his role is. Anyway, he's a head honcho in the church, so technically he can't sleep with anyone. Yeah, but... Mm, it, but like, he wants her. Well, is the minister of justice in the church? The minister of justice... Um, how they... it has minister in it. <laughs> um, I think it's... I don't think he's necessarily connected with the church in this, like, as the minister of justice. Think of constable. Mm-hmm. I think Sheriff of Nottingham kind of thing. So I don't like, know why. he's he's in charge of the, like the punishing of the people who aren't doing the thing. He orders half of Paris to get burnt down for one woman. Oh my God, Frollo! You There's fucking a incel. There's a song about it. Oh yeah, I know. There's multiple songs about it actually. Like we have Hellfire, mm-hmm. which it's gonna come up at some point in this maybe I'll sing it maybe I won't maybe I should just keep reading today on we figure out that Frollo is an incel I mean yeah (laughs) not gonna get over it but ever since Frollo died Quasimodo always went into the city whenever he got the chance after ringing his favorite bell Big Marie Quasimodo hopped down on the floor and walked over the edge and jumped but ending this story. <laughs> but not really. Even though he dies in the original book. Spoilers for the hunchback of Notre Dame. 
Um, blah, 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 blah. Got my phone and my brownie. He watched as the people were leaving the cathedral. Earlier that morning, he was able to go to church on Easter for the first time. Of course, he started going to church when Frollo died. But Quasimoto always wanted to go to church on Easter, but Frollo wouldn't allow it. Why? Because he's the form. <laughs> Frollo, Frollo's best kept secret and his shame because he almost killed him as a baby. I guess I just don't. Frollo, if you're such a fucking incel, like, I don't understand you. I don't understand your motives. No one does. Any. any He's person. like, oh my god, this baby is absolutely horrid. He thinks it's a demon, first off. But here's one thing that I will, um. Oh, it's because the. The mom was a Romani. Yeah, but the, uh, the priest convinced The priest was like, uh, Notre Dame is gonna judge you, bitch. But in the stage musical, it's not a Broadway play. It needs to be a Broadway play because it is fantastic. The score is amazing. The people who have done it have been great, and the story is pretty good. Anywho, um, well, in the version of the stage musical, they actually... We're gonna see, um, Quasimodo's brother... No, no. Frollo's brother. I am getting names confused. We're gonna see Frollo's brother, Jayon, up here. And Jayon was pretty much like, um, in the- he's in the book as well. He's, um, kind of a drunk, uh, gambler, that sort of thing. Very opposite of what Frollo is. But in the musical, uh, Jayon was dying, and he had a baby with him, and his- it's pretty much- it's pretty much, like, connected that- Jayon is Quasimodo's biological father, mm -hmm. meaning Claude Frollo is his uncle. And Claude almost killed Quasi because one, his, it's like, this is his, um, he basically says to his brother, like, yeah, your baby's deformed because this is God's judgment on you. His exact words. And he almost does it, but it was the saints of Notre Dame that pretty much judged the absolute fuck out of him. They replaced the they replaced the gargoyles with the saints, basically, which is actually a lot better. Okay. Because we get an awesome song out of that. Sure. An actually good song. Ooh. Uh, he rang the bell. He went into the thing, and he goes into the city. Quasimodo uh, 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 uh. smiled as he looked down on his fellow men. He felt accepted among the people of Paris, and everyone adored him, ever since he saved the city from the evil tyrant Frodo. Frollo! Why do I keep wanting to say Frodo? <laughs> Am I just gonna have to Photoshop Frollo's face on the Frodo's body? God. The children loved to play with Quasimodo whenever he went outside, and he had many friends. The can I say Romany? I don't want to say Gypsy. It's a sl You can say Romany. The Romany! The Romany! have also accepted him into their society since he is of Romany blood. And because he saved them all as well. Disney knows how to portray homelessness and poverty in a very positive light. People will still often stare and snicker sometimes, but Quasimodi didn't care too much. He was happy for the first time in his life. He watched the people leave. Quasimodo said to polish the bells. His gargoyle friend hopped over to him. 
Hiya, Quasi, cried Hugo. Hello, dear friends. Happy Easter, said Quasi. I thought that was Victor for a second. And a very happy Easter to you, dear boy. You rang those bells with great spirit today, said Victor. Okay. You really think so? I hope I didn't overdo it, said Quasi. Just say his full name, please. You can never... You can never... <clears throat> you can never do too much, Quasi, said Laverne. Get away from me, you little rod of wings, cried Laverne while waving a pigeon away from her face. <laughs> okay. Ha ha ha! There's no use trying, Laverne. They're never going to leave you, said Quasimodo while laughing. <laughs> Jeez, what a dick. I know. <laughs> so, Quasi, what you gonna do today, party? Said Hugo while putting his arm on Quasimodo's shoulder. God, these gargoyles are taller. Well, then again, he's really hunt. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Phoebus has invited me to Easter dinner with him in Esmeralda tonight. They told me in church this morning they have happy news to tell me said Quasimodo as he was putting up the polish. I wonder what that could be, asked Victor. No. Okay. I'm not exactly sure, said Quasimodo. That night, <laughs> time skip. That night, Quasimodo walked over to Phoebus' house, which was not too far from Notre Dame. He knocked on the door and there stood the beautiful Esmeralda. Oh, oh Quasi, I'm so glad you came, she cried. She gave her best friend a hug. And Quasi still shuddered whenever she touched him. Hellfire. Darkfire. <laughs> even though even though he can love her, he can still love her. He, he still had some feelings for her. That would never seem to go away. That's that's called love, buddy. Why is everyone a fucking incel all of a sudden? Because <laughs> He smiled and hugged her back. It's always good to see you, Esmeralda, said Quasi. Oh, come on in! Phoebus is just putting dinner on the table! Wait, what? <laughs> Very progressive in this house for like... Yeah! 1400s France. Yeah! And she's just in his house? And she's just celebrating Easter? And she's just going to church? Yeah. Even though the Romani don't practice Catholicism? Yeah. Because it's their own way of culture. Mm-hmm. I don't think this person knows what they're talking about. <laughs> one of the big reasons why the Romani were not accepted in a lot of places was one, because transient lifestyle, two, because they didn't follow the main religion, and three, because people are fucking racist as shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, why did I read his name? Is Quesadilla. <laughs> We should say now quesadilla queso whenever queso. you say quasi queso <laughs> oh god uh they they walked into the living room and quasi saw the huge feast phoebus made wow phoebus dang where did all that het male bravado go <laughs> when did you learn how to cook i thought you were like a soldier at the front who I kind of feel like he would just know how to put salt on meat and roast meat. Yeah, nobody. This writer is also clearly never met a soldier. So. Also, um, where's Esmeralda's family? Mem well, not her family, but her like the people she traveled with. Yes. Where's her goat? Where's the jolly? I don't know. 
Where's Clopin? I don't know. Where's everyone else? I don't know. Why aren't <laughs> they having this giant feast with everyone else unless they're just hiding? Maybe. Under the table. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> they're just all eating under the table. <laughs> we didn't have enough chairs, so we decided to sit under the table. I mean, I do it. Uh, <clears throat> Quesadilla's mouth watered while, <laughs> while looking at it. Phoebus came out. Oh, wait, I forgot to say here's all the food food that's just going to get wasted. Yes. Because remember, like, during this time, too, there is a war going on. Yes. Like, there's always a war with France and some country, but huge feast Davis made. He never had a huge feast like this before in his life. Oh there were souffles, mince pies. Means pies, bread, soup, fruit, and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. We Quesad don't know what kind of stuff. Quesadillas. <laughs> Quasimo, quesadillas mouth watered while looking at it. Phoebus came out of the kitchen carrying a fresh baked lamb. Why is there lamb? Is this the Sabbath? Get the fucking ham! It's fucking Easter! What are we? Not Christian in this household. <laughs> Not on my Christian doorstep. The lamb is only for... <laughs> in this household, we do not eat lamb on Easter. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Even though ham is an un... It comes from an unclean animal. That's, um... Okay. History time. And that's on hypocrisy. Well, the reason why, no, technically, like, um, you know how, like, you have to be very careful with cooking pork, mm -hmm. or else, like, you could literally kill someone. Yes. Uh, that's what people kept doing. This is, okay, this is a story passed on to my mom, to me from my mom, from my mom to co-worker of hers that she had while she was, while she lived in Washington, um, Washington, D.C., Booked at a place called Joe's Crab Shack. I'm pretty sure this is from where it was. Or was it a deli? Can't remember. Either way, um, it was either her boss or a co-worker. They were Jewish. And they explained, like, why, like, yeah, um, people kept, like, not cooking the pork well enough. So they just said, like, okay, no one's eating pork anymore because you keep killing yourselves with the pork. <laughs> they kept killing themselves with the pork! <laughs> They kept getting sick from the poor. Oh my god. <laughs> that and that's the same reason with shellfish. That's why it's um That's why it's a uh, that's why it's non-kosher. That's <laughs> it's, it's non-halal. Ah, uh, dumb ways to die starts playing in the background. <laughs> okay. But still, we do not eat lamb in this Christian household I mean, on I mean, Easter. Food safety is important, but like for it some is. reason that was really funny. But you know, <laughs> I also just have a very fucked up sense of humor. Dark humor, choo choo. Hey guys, I hate to interrupt, but I am starving to death. Esmeralda, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. There are literally people starving to death in the street. You were one of them three months ago, I guess. <laughs> if you don't mind, can we start? Esmeralda said, as all three of them began to laugh, they all sat down and said the blessing and Phoebus carved the lamb. The fuck is this lamb in my house on Easter? 
not in my Christian household! God damn it! Help, this sounds suspiciously Christian, but it's supposed <laughs> to be Catholic! Christians don't even do the lamb. No. no. Lamb is more... Again, I love eat. I love lamb. Lamb is good. It tastes good. But you're gonna mostly find that in like a Muslim household or a Jewish household and Mediterranean as well. That's what we have for Easter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have ham. Yeah. Ham. 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 <laughs> ha, well you're in for a treat considering I made it after all. Shut so the fuck up, Phoebus. Phoebus, it's gonna <laughs> taste like, it can't taste that good. You're a civilian. You are a civilian who has had no training in the cookie, in the cookie cookie making. <laughs> you do not know how to makey makey the foodie foodie. <sighs> Esmeralda rolled her eyes and made a funny face, which made Quasadia laugh. <laughs> Quasadia laugh. Even though he loved Phoebus, he could never get over how cocky Phoebus was, because Phoebus is cocky. About his cocky. <laughs> They say it at the table, over an hour, eating heartily and exchanging good jokes. Just the three of them eating all this food. <laughs> right. Oh my god. What are you gonna do with the leftovers? There's no, like, larder or shit that you can put it into to save, or save it. They throw it into the pit where they keep all of Esmeralda's travel <laughs> No! <laughs> I was gonna say they throw it into the pit where the pit beast is. <laughs> We were kind of on the right track together. We were both thinking about pits. <laughs> I just went somewhere where I shouldn't have gone. What really? They just keep them all in a pit. <laughs> well, you said they didn't have enough chairs. <laughs> also, Frollo isn't really dead. He's in the pit with them. <laughs> He's down to just a loincloth. <laughs> he is the bitch of the group. <laughs> He's kind of like the... Uh, the, the Schmeagle. He's Schmeagle. <laughs> My precious Esmeralda. <laughs> he would. He only has a loincloth on. Everyone's like, no, you get scraps. <laughs> he only gets scraps. <laughs> Insert Schmeagle scream. <laughs> I can't do it. Neither can I. <sighs> oh yeah, what's this good news that they have going on? Let's find out. <laughs> After finishing dessert... What? There was dessert? Yeah! <laughs> Phoebus! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> How much food did you make? To, to, maybe he was the army chef. I don't know. Right. We, don't, we don't know. But he was, he was on the front for four years. After finishing dessert, he spoke. So what? So what was it that you two wanted to tell me? Esmeralda and Phoebus smiled and looked at each other and then at Quasimodo. We're pregnant! No, not really. Well, well, okay, so we have some very good news, said Esmeralda while taking Phoebus's hand. What is it? asked Quasi while smiling. Last night, Esmeralda accepted my proposal in marriage, said Phoebus. Why would you say it like that? I don't know. That's right, we're going to get married, said Esmeralda. Really? A little hurt inside. Quesadilla hid his pain with a smile. 
Oh, I'm so happy for the both of you. You're going to be so happy together, even though they seems like they've been living together for three months in sin. Yeah. We appreciate that, Queso. <laughs> in fact, we would love for you to be a part of the ceremony, said Esmeralda. How so? asked Queso. <laughs> you get to hold the blood sacrifice. <laughs> Because we've decided to skip the Romany wedding and the Catholic wedding and go straight to the satanic wedding. (laughs) The cult wedding. The satanic blood cult wedding. (laughs) I don't think that's a good idea, Phoebus. Maybe you should reconsider this. Damn, how old is Order of the Nine Angles again? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God, now they're going to come find me. Shit. Ugh. Would you like to be my best man? Asked Phoebus. Is that even a thing? Back in this time? Yeah. Technically, I think so, because bridesmaids were kind of always a thing. Well, yeah, because they're supposed to dress like her to protect her from evil spirits spirits. and shit and people trying to curse her. I don't know if the man... We'd have to look into that. I don't know. This is very heteronormative slash very modern for what it is. (sighs) It would be an honor, said Queso as he shook Queso as he shook Phoebus's hand across the table. Why? Why? Thus sealing the pact for the blood sacrifice. This is so annoying. So when will the joyous occasion? So when will be the joyous occasion? What the fuck? When will be the joyous occasion? When will the joyous occasion be? Ask Quesadilla. We were thinking about October, said Esmeralda. We'd, uh, we would also like to have it at Notre Dame for a small private ceremony. This is so suspiciously Christian. <sighs> I think it's the satanic blood cult, though. Because <laughs> October... Oh yeah, you're right. October. When are you gonna have it on the ho- on All Hallows Eve? When the moon is at its brightest and highest. When and the moon make... hits your eye like a big piece pie. That's amore. <laughs> Complimentary eels for guests. <laughs> Wrong country. They didn't have eels in France. I don't think they had eels in. Well, I mean, we already know that they didn't have pizza in France, so... That's, it, that's Italy. Is that what, is that what um, uh, The eels were more of a, the, a British thing, because those live in the Thames mm. River. What about lamprey? Those live there? So, I don't know where lamprey live. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. Um... I'm sure I can ask the Archdeacon about it, said Queso, now becoming becoming Esmeralda's bitch boy for wedding (laughs) wedding preparations. (laughs) Oh, okay, so would you ask Esmeralda? She ran over to hug him. Where he immediately got a boner. Yep. I can't tell you how much this means to me. You truly are my best friend. Oh, stuck in the friend zone. Stuck in the friend zone. He tried to climb his way out. He did. It was he, a valiant attempt. 
here's the thing. It's like he never went, like, he, he did see her as a friend, but it's like he also, like, really liked her. But he never went, it's like, also, this was like the first person to show him actual affection and love. Mm -hmm. After dealing with Frollo for, like, all his life. Are you gonna say Cosimo now? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I almost said Frodo again. <laughs> but he also kind of fell in love with her because he didn't really know anyone else and it's kind of an inevitable thing. Mm -hmm. If you're attracted to one thing and you only seen that one thing for a lot while or it's the first thing you've ever met, you're gonna love it. At least he's not fucking smashing gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I want to think about this because this is my favorite movie. But elevator dicking the gargoyle mouth. <laughs> Jar of peanut butter in the gargoyle mouth. Mm -hmm. Hugh, Victor what Hugo and even, Laverne are very... Would it, would it even be considered clapping cheeks at that point? It's clapping stone. Would it make a clap sound though? It makes some sort of sound. <laughs> I don't know how much clapping it would be, but it would be a sound. It sound kind of more like not... Hollow. Um, it's gonna be solid. Yeah. It's gonna be, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's meat on stone. Mm hmm It's what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're not okay with this. I'm sorry I went there. God. <laughs> this is rated K. This isn't even rated E. For explicit or M for mature or whatever it is, it's E for everyone. Well, you know, since there is no smut, I have to make my own. Gosh. <laughs> It's my pleasure after what you two have done for me, said Quesadilla as he pulled back. Oh, Quesadilla, you have done so much for the both of us. There's no way we can repay you, said Phoebus as he put his hand on his shoulder. Just being your friend is more than enough, said Quasi Queso, Quasi Queso, as he smiled to Phoebus. Well, I really must... Be going to ring the evening mass, said Quesadilla. Thank you so much for inviting me for dinner. I don't think I'll be able to eat for the next two days, <laughs> he exclaimed. They all laughed at his remark. <laughs> I'm just picturing him like crying this whole time for some reason. <laughs> oh, anytime. We'll see you tomorrow, asked Phoebus. Oh, sure, please stop by, <laughs> said Quesadilla. We will, said Esmeralda. All right, then. Well, congratulations to the both of you. Have a great evening, <laughs> said Queso while opening the door. Good night, Queso, said Esmeralda in <laughs> Phoebus. Ugh. God. <laughs> I was checking to see how much is left. Quesadilla walked back to the cathedral with his mind so full of thoughts. Just thoughts. Nothing in particular. No. He was really going to lose Esmeralda forever, even though he never had her. Oh my god! And there was really nothing he could do about it! He wanted to be happy for them, but it was difficult. He had a tear in his eye, but quickly brushed it away. Remember, fellas, it's gay to show emotion. Yep. He climbed up the ladder to his home, where he saw his gargoyle friends playing cards. Definitely not playing cards. They're not playing cards. Hey, Queso! They all cried. Hey, guys, what are y'all playing? Why is he suddenly southern? <laughs> Asked Quasimodo. 
Quesamoto. Yes. Quesamoto. <laughs> We're just going to keep changing. It's just going to be quesadilla, quesamoto, queso, quasi. <laughs> it's going to be all those. We're playing strip poker, said Hugo. <laughs> Deal me in the <laughs> said queso. They sat about half an hour playing until Quasi had to ring. He had lost basically all of his clothing by then. <laughs> Dick swinging in the wind. <laughs> He was getting ready when Laverne asked. So what did they say? Well, they're getting married, said Quesadilla. Oh boy, a wedding, food, and wine, I am there, said Hugo. Well, put your dick away first, Hugo. <laughs> yeah, quit trying to fuck the goat. God! Yeah, I'm sure it'll be nice, Quasi said while turning away to hide his sad face, cause he couldn't be sad in front of the fucking gargoyles. But Oliver can tell something was wrong. She went over to him. What's the matter, honey? asked Laverne. Quesadilla sighed. <laughs> Is it wrong to feel a little jealous? He asked. Yes, you absolute heathen. <laughs> <laughs> you mean about Phoebus and Esmeralda? Lover asked. No. <laughs> I'm jealous of Hugo and the goat. Yes! <laughs> I'm jealous of Hugo and Jolly. <laughs> God! I know they love each other and I understand, but it still hurts. Do Quesadilla you understand, Quesadilla? Because I don't think you Quesadillo. <laughs> Quesadilla. <laughs> I know, darling, it's hard. But you gotta move on, said Laverne, who's suddenly Southern. <laughs> You're right, Laverne. I just wish he had started to say, but hesitated. You wish what? asked Laverne. I wish that someone could love me. Can anybody? <laughs> I lost my hand. <laughs> somebody to love. I can't remember the rest of it. Each morning Even though I, I really like this. I try the top. Can't barely stand on my feet. I just saw stand, look in the mirror and cry. Lord, what you doing to me? I've spent all my years in believing you. And I just can't get no relief. Lord, somebody, somebody, This song somebody. is not in this story, by the way. find me? Somebody's love. Yeah, it's not in here. I had to do it. You did. It's I, good song. It's Queen, okay? Yeah. <sighs> he finally said, Aw, darling. I know that's this. There's some girl out there just waiting for you. Everyone has a soulmate, said Laverne, assuming that Quasimodo just liked women. Yeah. While touching his face. I highly doubt it, he said as he pulled back. I'm serious, Queso. You're more than what you seem. You've got so many amazing qualities about you that women would be crazy not to fall for. Oh my god! Don't ever be afraid to use them. You just have to follow your heart, the old gargoyle said and hopped away. Quesadillo rolled his eyes and then climbed up to the bells. His talk with Levan made him feel somewhat better, but he faced reality and thought to himself, that it would be po impossible to find a girl that would actually love him after talking with the gargoyle that talks to him. Mm -hmm. He faced reality. Mm -hmm. 
How'd that go, Quesadilla? <laughs> <laughs> he looked down at his beloved city and then looked to the heavens and spoke softly to God. <sighs> Lord, I don't know if you can hear me or if you're even there. I don't know if you would listen to a humble prayer. This song is also not in the, in the song. It's not. I think it shows up, though. Maybe. Because people like to rip off on that song. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't ask for much, but all I ask is for, well, a miracle. If there's a soulmate out there for me, by all means, don't hesitate for me to meet her. I really want someone to care for and love. That's all I ask for. Oh, yeah, because you can't care or love someone in any other means other than a soulmate. Also, in the song, God Help the... God help the outcasts isn't one of the things that one of like the people praying for isn't that love? I think so. I asked for wait, I asked for love, I asked for well wait, I asked for love that I can possess. Mm -hmm. That was the that was the thing. Um isn't it kind of selfish to ask God for love like that? Yeah. Yeah. He then turned and went to ring the bells for the evening mass. Catholics have mass in between. There's a midnight mass. That's true. Oh, I, I'll look up the Catholic stuff. I need help. Okay. Chapter two. Quesadilla was cleaning the vespers inside the bell tower. It was a few days after Easter and... Quesadilla was going into town that day until Esmeralda, followed by Djali, climbed up to Queso's home. Queso, she called. Oh, hi, Esmeralda. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> what brings you here? I, I don't know. You're part of my wedding, dumb fuck. Okay, in many Western Christian traditions, Midnight Mass is the first eulogy of Christmastide that is celebrated on the night of Christmas Eve. Okay, so... I need Easter. Easter mass. Well, I just saw Phoebus, and you are not going to like what you are about to hear, she said. What is it? asked Quesadilla. Phoebus heard over at the Palace of Justice that the new Minister of Justice has arrived. Oh, well that's nice, said Queso. That's the thing, Queso, it's not nice, she said. Why was that whole sentence? <laughs> Why? Because he's Frollo's brother. She hesitated to say. Quesadilla stood there in shock and put his hand on his cheek. Have you met him before? She asked. As a matter of fact, yes. He replied. God damn it, Quesadilla! Just put your fucking fedora on right now. <laughs> Holy shit! I met him when I was a little boy, probably when I was eight years old. He was, like, in his 20s, I think. He stayed with Frollo for about a month. What? You stayed with him for about a month? No, like... He stayed with Frollo. No, yeah. how old was Frollo in relation to Quasimodo? How old is Quasimodo in relation to the brother? He was in his, um... No, these are good questions. Because Frollo looks like he's never aged. Yeah. 
I'm just going to assume that's what he looked like at like <laughs> 20 something years old. Because if we assume it's at least a 20 year difference. Yeah, at least. At least by youngest. Because <laughs> if we want to do the age here, it's going to suck dick. I can't even like begin to put that together. Okay, wait. If he was in, let's just say, while Quasi was eight, Jeon was um, in, his 20s. in his 20s. Let's say he's like 20. 25. Okay, we'll say 25. We will say 25. And, okay, that's 17 year age gap. Uh, how old would we assume Quasimodo is here? I don't know why I want to say like 23 or something. Mm -hmm. He's like young. Mm -hmm. He is young. Because Esmeralda is supposed to be like 18. Yeah. So he's like, maybe he's like 19. Oh my god, this has made it even worse! <sighs> Hold on, Googling. I'm, ju I'm just gonna keep going. Okay. Do you remember what he was like, she asked. He was just as cold and dark as Frollo, he said. He would tease and curse at me whenever Flo- Flo-lo. Bro. <laughs> In the actual story story, Quasimodo was 16. But he's 20 in the in the movie. Okay, he's 20 in the movie. But he was 16 in the book. I'm not okay. I am not okay either. Okay, so um, at this time, he is 20 years old. Okay. So that means that Jayon's going to be what, like 37? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And even when he was there, he wouldn't do it as much, but it was still awful. He said and turned around to look at his town carvings. Esmeralda put her hands on his shoulders and gently rubbed it. Why? I don't drink more. She's gonna jizz in his pants oh, right God. <laughs> She's 18. Wait, how old is Phoebus? <laughs> Hold on. I've created a crisis. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, in the movie, okay, she's in her early 20s in the movie. Okay. But in the book as well, she is 16! Oh yeah, that's right, they're both the same age. Because in the book, Quasimodo's, okay, Quasimodo's mother is actually Romani. She gives up her deformed child, actually. She abandons the deformed baby, and she kidnaps another child. And that child is Esmeralda. Nice. Yep. A little bit of weird incest there. Don't like it. Not technically incest, but... Pseudo-incest. I just don't understand why they would ask him to come after what his brother did, he said. I don't know either, Queso. I pray that he doesn't hurt you or my people as well. Where are your people, Esmeralda? In the pit. <laughs> In the pit with Frollo. Shmeagle. Making him their bitch. Schmeagol Frollo. Schmeagol Frollo. Schmeagol Frollo misses Esmeralda. Schmeagol Frollo. What if he seeks revenge on me, said Queso. 
making Ned's engines a lot more fancy than necessary. What if he seeks his revenge on me? He suddenly realized as he turned to face her. But you didn't kill him, Queso, she said. I know, but I'm sure he thinks I did it. <laughs> Sorry, that was a really weird way for me to <laughs> that was That's just a weird sentence. <laughs> he said as lowered his head. Esmeralda lifted his chin with her hand. And then planted a kiss right on his lips. I won't let him convict you, my dear friend. Friend. Friend zone. He has no proof whatsoever, she said with a smile. Have you seen him yet? Quesadilla asked. No, not yet. Phoebus just told me, and I came here after I saw him, she said. I'm so worried, said Quesadilla. <laughs> Why do I feel like... It's just gonna be like super hot. <laughs> that's that's the tangent this would take. <laughs> this was why it's just hot. Um, I'm so worried. Quesadilla said, "You can't take your freedom away, Queso. You'll be safe here." She said and kissed his cheek. Was he safe there? No. No. <laughs> he blushed and took her hand. Esmeralda realized that she needed to take his mind off of this quickly. Quick, let's fuck. <laughs> I didn't even need to do that one. <laughs> Come with me to the market. I need to pick up a few things. Come with me and you'll be. She said as she took his hands and headed downstairs. Quesadilla and Esmeralda took each other's hand and hurried into town. Yes, because friends just, yeah. you know, hold each other's hands. Yeah, totally. As they walk off into town. While Esmeralda and Quesadilla were in the marketplace, Phoebus rode by on his horse. Achilles! Achilles, <laughs> heel. Hey, Queso, did Esmeralda tell you? asked Phoebus. I'm afraid she did. I just don't understand this at all, Quesadilla replied. This is nepotism at its finest. Right. Frollo's brother replacing him after he dies. God, was this ghost possessing someone to do that? Especially since Jeon would make a horrible minister of justice, considering he spent a lot of his money on hookers and booze and gambling. Oh yeah, he's definitely the hot one. <laughs> <laughs> he's the younger brother. He is. I don't either, Queso, but I have a bad feeling about it said Phoebus. Have you seen him yet? asked Esmeralda. Yes, and you'll see him come by soon, said Phoebus. This is like the most boring conversation. All these conversations are boring. Really? How do you know? asked Quesadilla. The Duke and Duchess and their daughter... How did the royal family work in yeah, France? ...are arriving in Paris today and he's escorting them to their chateau in town. Would they stay in town? I don't think so. Um... Depending on which area of town of Paris, because if well, the the royal, well, the Duke and Duchess are technically a part of the royal family. When was first? Hold on. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. <sighs> the sounds of trumpets were blowing nearby, and out from the corner of the street came a glimpse of white horses and a carriage. That must be them, said Esmeralda. No, Esmeralda. <laughs> I can't let him see me, cried Quesadilla as he hid amongst the crowd who was watching the arrival. Esmeralda, stay by him and I have to stand here, said Phoebus said. Phoebus, why do you have to stand there? You're on your fucking horse. He has to stand on his horse. 
she nodded and went to stay by Quesadilla. As the horses drew closer, Queso was able to recognize which one Frollo's brother was. He remembered his name was Jeanne. He had the same nose and dark eyes as Frollo and had brown hair. He had a hard, cold look on his face. The same one Frollo always had. Yes, because they are brothers. That's how genetics works, Quasimodo. Yep. Good job. Okay, so the French nobility, how it goes, like king and queen, princess, prince, duke, duchess, marquis, marquise, count, countess, viscount, viscountess, baron, baroness, lord, lady, then knight. Uh, there is like one per castle per each thing, but you can't just be a duke or duchess of like Paris. You have to be like a duke or duchess of a certain area <laughs> like um oh god what's the uh, there's there's some <sighs> keep going he looked straight forward it's... a weird way to spell forward as he was near quesadilla he didn't look into the crowd at all Quesadilla ducked as low as he could, but was still able to see him. While probably- I'm not gonna say it, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna live alone. Also, there's the dolphin. <laughs> okay, but there's like the Duke of Bourbon, the Duke of Brittany, the Duke of Burgundy, the Duke of en Aquitaine? Aquitaine? And Duke of Normandy. He noticed how Jeanne's eyes were twitching, almost as if he could see Quesadilla from the corner of his eye. Quesadilla! <laughs> Take your fucking psych meds and calm down. Holy shit. Quesadilla quickly buried his face so he wouldn't be seen. He waited until Esmeralda told him it was okay to come up. But Queso's heart was beating really fast, and for the first time in three months, he was in fear. Well, this place is just beautiful, cried the Duchess. She and her husband looked around their new home. The Duchess had light gray hair and wore a red dress with gold trim. The Duke was fat and had a long mustache and had brown hair with gray streaks. Isn't it Uberta? 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 I thought you would adore it, said the Duke as they entered the house. What do you think, Marie? The Duke asked. Marie looked around to look at her new home. Marie was a beautiful woman. She had long brown hair and big brown eyes. Fuck, that sounds exactly like me. Fuck. Um, so I, I'm trying to find the etymology for the name Uberta and I just find the princess and the swan. Okay. That's all that comes up, the princess and the swan. She had rosy cheeks and pink lips and her skin was white and porcelain-like. She wore a long blue dress with dark blue trimmings. Uberta is Italian! God damn it! I mean, it's possible that he married an Italian woman, but still! It is lovely. I like it much better than our home in Normandy, and it's nicer than the one in Lorraine. Wait, is he the Duke of Normandy then? I think so. Or somewhere? And our home before that, and before that. Yep, they're all alike, she Why? replied sarcastically. Why do they have so many homes? She hated moving around. Why are they moving around? They'd usually be living in one place. I mean, yeah, like, how it usually works is that you do, you can have multiple estates, but you stay in them 
for different seasons. Like, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like, if it's like the socializing season of the year, like an example is England, um, nobles would have like townhomes and they'd also have like their grand estates. Mm -hmm. It's at least from what I've observed, it's how it's looked. Uh, the townhome usually it's like when it was like the social like socialite we're season. We're only on chapter two. We're in an hour. It's recording. Fuck. <laughs> we have to stop every so often to explain these things. <laughs> stop in every paragraph. Why do they keep moving around? They have to stay in the one area where he's the duke of, because he kind of has control of the area. Okay. I agree, my dear. Cried the Duchess. It tink that this is indeed the best out of all our homes. Jayon entered the house and walked over to the Duke. I hope everything is all right, Jayon asked. Oh, everything is fine, Minister Frollo, cried the Duke. It's just superb. I'm glad you think so. If there is anything I can do for you, let me know, Jayon said. You have been truly great to us so far, escorting us from Normandy and all, the Duchess said. Okay, do they mean like the place Normandy, Normandy, or the place, like the, I know like there, Normandy was like a part of a different country or something like that. Are they talking about that? Or I think they're they talking, talking about, about the Normandy, region? France. Okay. Are we sure they're talking about Normandy, France? I think. Okay. I think. Can we have it that they're escaping the Vikings? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure that, no wait, that's not going on anymore, is it? I can't remember now. No, I don't now. think so. No! I miss the Vikings. It's my pleasure since you were the one who requested for me to be the Minister of Justice, said Jayon. Don't know why. Don't know why either. Oh, no trouble at all. We know you, our brother, you, our brother, would have wanted it. Such a tragedy how he died when he, when he, when he <laughs> fell to his death. Into the molding pit of lava. I couldn't believe it after you told me, said the Duke. Yes, such a pity. It wasn't his fault, though. Someone led him down the wrong path. Uh, his dick led him down <laughs> yes. the wrong path. <laughs> said Jayon in a cold-hearted tone. Is everything all right for you, Lady Marie? He asked while walking over to her. I'm fine, monsieur, thank you, said Marie as she stared blankly at him. Ah, uh, yes, we, I hate him because he's evil and we don't know why he's evil. He's just <laughs> evil because he's the brother of the old villain. <laughs> God, it's like, um, it's like how in Jaws, like, the first Jaws, it was just the baby, and then the second one's like, here comes the mama. Here comes Mama Jaws. Mama <laughs> Very good. I'd like to call on you sometime, if you don't mind, said Jayan as he took her hand, as he took her chin in his hand, as he took his hand in her hand. As he took his chin in her hand. Ho, ho, ho. It's just like, just coming in with that chin. Just like, this is, <laughs> I feel like I would be so uncomfortable if someone I didn't like did this. I guess that's like more of a threatening gesture to me. Or is this like, Hold on. whereas like, you know, you can have the tilt, but that's, you know, yeah. that that's a gentle. But yeah. like when I think of hand under the chin, it's, it's threatening. It's very, look at me. Yeah. And then there's the handhold, just like... Yes. And this is not, like, supposed to, um, be threatening? No, it's not. Opinion. It's not. 
Uh, I, uh, she stammered as she was trying to decline. It would be an honor, wouldn't it, Marie, the Duke said. Fuck off, Duke of wherever. Duke of Normandy. Are you the Duke of Normandy? Who I don't know. Who are you the Duke? Who are you the Duke of? Are you like that one dude from, like, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn when Identity he says he's like the Delphine? Where he's like the Delphine of whatever. Yes, I'd love for you to call on me, said Marie with a fake grin. Excellent, said Jayon. If there is anything you all need, let me know. He said as we was leaving out the door. As soon as he closed the door, Marie let out a sigh and rolled her eyes. That's very unladylike of you, I know. <laughs> you have to grow to like him, my pet, said the Duke. That doesn't sound no. fatherly. He could make a good husband for you. He sounds very below your status, mm-hmm. considering the Duke is just um, below, like, the the prince and princess. Yes. Yeah. Papa, I tried to at least talk to him on the trip, but he's so cold and arrogant and very da-da-da serious, said Marie. We have nothing in common. He's so much older than me. Not by much. If we want to go by... Wait, how old is she? Well, We're she, going to assume 20. Yeah. So not, if he's 37, or maybe a little younger, that's not that bad. Especially for such an old time period. Yeah. It's actually pretty normal. Darling, we're just looking out for you. We want someone to take good care of you, and not just anyone, may I mind you. Someone of nobility and honor, such as a minister, such as Minister Shayan. But he's not noble. No, he's not. He's not a n- member of the royal family, said the Duchess. But Mama, I want to fall in love on my own, not just be betrothed to anyone I don't like. Who it, said fucking Mar- who? <laughs> You're a fucking noble. Try in me the a goddamn river, Marie. Poor little rich girl. You know, this is a nice story when it's, you know, something like Brave. Yeah. But in this context, this is just fucking annoying. Yes. Brave, it's like, I I will shoot for my own hand. Yeah. She tried to be proactive. She did. She was proactive. <laughs> Go on, Merida. Well, if you find someone better than him, you can marry him, said the Duke. But until then, he's our pick. Marie sighed and decided to change the subject. Well, can I at least go out into Paris tomorrow? By yourself, said the Duchess. I am 18 years old, Mama. I'll be all right. But you're a woman. Yes, you are. (laughs) This is... Okay, yeah, women can go out by themselves. This story is trying to be too PC for the time that it's supposed to be in. It is. Here's the thing, it's like... She would have a governess with her still, technically. Mm -hmm. She would. She'd still have her governess with her. She'd probably have, like, two other ladies with her that are kind of, like, waiting on her hand and foot. She'd have a few people. Yeah. She'd have something like a handmaid going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, she'd have, like, more people that were with her and she wouldn't be by herself. Also, Jeon slash John, however you want to say it, because it's, like, Jeon and John are Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. It's Jean Valjean. (laughs) Jean Valjean. And I'm Javert. Do not forget me. (laughs) 24601. But 
Yeah. No. Yeah. But Papa, I know butts. Butts are for pooping. <laughs> this discussion is over. The Duke cried. Marie stormed off to her room that she somehow knows where it is. Yes, yeah, somehow she has a... Yeah. <laughs> she slammed the door and sobbed softly. She then took some notice of her new room, which seemed like her new prison. You're a woman in the 15th century. That's <laughs> life for everyone, mostly, unless you take fucking charge. It felt like she had no freedom at all. She longed to do stuff by herself and explore and meet new people. Then run away. She felt like she was trapped. She felt like this new home was going to be like all her other homes. She sat on her bed and looked out the window, wishing for her childhood days to come back where she had more freedom. Hey, remember A Plague Tale Innocence? Kind of. Like, I played a little bit in front of you. Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, remember how, like, they were a noble family. Yeah. Yeah, and the dad actually gave this daughter a lot of freedom. She was, like, 14, wasn't mm -hmm. she? She, like, took her hunting and all that just because, like, she was the oldest and so yeah. forth. I think it kind of roughly took place in the same century as this. I'm not- I'm not gonna sing this. Uh... I'll... Just throw the song in there. I'll just throw a part of the song in there. Um... What song is this even? Uh... I think it's from... Hold on... I don't know why there's a song right here. Why are there songs and fan fictions? Marie looked all over Paris from her balcony. It was actually the most beautiful city she has ever been in, said every stereotypical white girl ever. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> in spite of all her traveling, the bells were chiming from Notre Dame, and the stars were shining so bright from above. She could see people in the street from where she was. I would give anything to have what they have, she said to herself. Oh, the song is from Beauty and the Beast, apparently. Oh, what? Wrong universe! Get out of here! Technically, same universe, because you can see Belle oh, in- that's true. So technically, it's in the same universe. And suddenly, an idea came to her. She got a cloak from her closet and climbed down the wall from her balcony with vines growing underneath. Actually, I think this is a different song. I, think I don't so know too. why. I don't know why that one showed up first, but I'll keep looking. She quietly went through the back garden. She looked over the place to make sure she wasn't being watched. Marie then saw a tree that reached to the top of the wall. She climbed up the tree and almost slipped while reaching the top, but gained her got on top on the wall and jumped down to the street below. Okay, Marie, she thought, no turning back now. Without looking back, she went into the streets of Paris on that dark night. My God. <laughs> There's so many songs called home. You gonna motherfucking read chapter three? I'm trying to find the song. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, here we go. <laughs> no, yeah, this is from Beauty and the Beast. They just forgot, like, the- they just don't have, like, the beginning 
Oh. Pits, like, yes, I made the choice for Papa, I will stay, but I don't deserve to lose my freedom in this way, you monster. Is this home? Is this where I should learn to be happy? Yep. It's from Beauty and the Beast, so okay, we're stealing from other Disney movies, I guess. Uh, there's an ad, okay. Okay. Oh, there she's actually saying which song she's putting in there. I'm including the song The Sweetest Sounds, which is most memorably known in the brandy version of Cinderella. Okay. Okay. Ugh. Early in the morning, Marie woke up on a bed of hay next to the blacksmith's shop. Whoa! She slept there all night after she left her house. The sound of the bells from the cathedral woke her up, and she felt the sun shining on her face. She was anxious to know that what was going on to happen that day. Her cloak and old dress made her look like a commoner, so she was curious to know what it would be like to treat it like one for once, like absolute shit, you poor little rich girl. She stood up, rushed off all the hay, and went out into the street. Okay, I know I probably shouldn't be saying like poor little rich girl, but this is a poor little rich girl moment. It's like, just everything about her is consistently poor little rich girl. It's like, oh, I want to find true love by myself in this century. And it's like, bitch, try. There's a plague going on and here you are complaining. <sighs> she stood up, brushed, brushed all the hay, and went out into the street. Everything smelled so wonderful. The air smelled like fresh baked goods from the bakery. Everything smelled like shit. What are you You're talking right. about? <laughs> they literally pour their poop into the street. No one has bathed ever in their life. There's a Dead body right there. <laughs> Marie! There's, there's corpses in the street. That sounds very metal. It does. We should figure out if corpse can make a song about corpses yeah. in the street. Corpses in the street. <laughs> That's just the name of the song. Corpses in the street. Or just the song is called Corpse. <laughs> corpse by Corpse. <laughs> yes. Featuring corpse. <laughs> corpse by corpse featuring corpse. And then the featured section is just like an actual corpse that they like hand the microphone <laughs> off to. The streets were already busy as people were getting them milk, meat, and bread for the day. Dying, these people sound rich if they're getting meat. Yeah, no. It's from the corpse. <laughs> She watched many people pass by, and to her it was nice to not be noticed for once. She came across some Romani, including Esmeralda, who had danced on the side of the street for coins. She watched as Esmeralda did a lovely dance while playing her tambourine. Marie brought little money, so she took coins out of a sack and put some in her hat as Dijali danced around it. She patted the little goat, which made Esmeralda smile, of course. She Wait, Belle smiled and went on her way? <laughs> and went back on her way? Yes. Sudden character name change. Quesadilla decided he needed to go for a walk into town. He was feeling pretty upset all night because of Jean. 
Jean Frollo's arrival. Jean Valjean Frollo's. <laughs> Jean Valjean Frollo. He started to climb down the cathedral because it was quicker to do so rather than just go down the stairs. While climbing down, he stopped and noticed a pair of lovers walking on the bridge. Shut the fuck up, you incel. And looked away and heaved a sign, continued to climb, where he proceeded to go onto his laptop and complain on Facebook about how no one gives him a chance. <laughs> Marie watched the same pair of lovers strolling together on the bridge. She sighed and wished how she could find someone to love. Help! The hats are on their bullshit! The hats are back with their bullshit. Help, <laughs> Help us! She felt like her parents are forcing her to marry Jeanne. No shit, that's what an arranged marriage is. Oh my god, Marie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Marie, who who <laughs> raised you if you did not realize this is how your life's gonna be? If only there was someone I could love by my own free will, she thought to herself. Well, I mean, you can, Marie. No one's stopping you from no. doing what you can do, but you'll just have to marry someone else. Like. And then we have this song going on. Do you just want to dramatically read it? <laughs> Which part do you want to be? I'll be Marie. Okay. Marie walks down the. St this is in parentheses. Oh my god, this is like. This is like direction first stage. It is. I like when we're directing her film. Yeah. Marie walks down the street singing this to herself as she watches many lovers pass by. Where did all these lovers come from? I don't know. Why are they holding hands? Aren't They're not <laughs> married. You can't do that. Yeah. The fucking. The. The priest will come slap you and say, leave room for Jesus! <laughs> yeah, ah! slap all of the hands away. <laughs> the sweetest sounds I'll ever hear of the still inside my head. The kindest words I'll ever know are waiting to be said. The most entrancing sight of all is yet for me to see. And the dearest love in all the world is waiting somewhere for me. Is waiting somewhere. Somewhat for me. Quasimodo climbs down the tower, singing at this as he goes down the steps below. The steps. Wasn't he climbing down the fucking building? <laughs> yes. Does this building have steps on it? I maybe. I mean, how do you think people built this shit back in the day? Gotta build some steps. <laughs> Ladders. Ladders are untrustworthy. The sweetest sounds I'll ever hear are still inside my head. The kindest words I'll ever know are waiting to be said. The most entrancing sight of all is yet for me to see, and the dearest love in all the world is waiting somewhere for me, is waiting somewhere, somewhere for me, because I'm an annoying piece of shit. <laughs> Quasimodo and Marie are singing this unaware of one another. Okay, one, two. The, the sweetest, sweetest sounds I'll ever hear are still inside my head. The kindest words I'll ever know are waiting to be said. The most entrancing sight of all is yet for me to see. And the dearest love in all the world is waiting somewhere for me. Is waiting somewhere, somewhere for me. The most entrancing sight of all is yet for me to see. And the dearest love in all the world, the most entrancing sight of all, is yet for me to see. And the dearest love in all the world is somewhere waiting. Is waiting somewhere for me. Is waiting somewhere. Somewhere. It's both of us. Oh, it's somewhere for me. I can't read my own script. No. We'll be here all week, guys. 
That's because this isn't written in script format and this writer should feel bad. Toss a coin to your witcher, guys. Yes. <laughs> Marie sat on a water fountain in the middle of the street. <laughs> just in the middle of the street. <laughs> well, it's not even a water fountain. No. Don't go near it. It's the poo fountain. <laughs> it's the it's where they wash their clothes and poop. <laughs> yes. It's just a couple dead bodies in there. It's they're, sweet. they're just floating around in there. It's okay. It's okay. Crossadilla was just nearby. Suddenly, Marie noticed Jayon Frollo coming from down the street. I can't let him see me. I can't let see me. I can't let see me. <laughs> she thought it, sh- and then headed towards the alley behind the bakery. Quesadilla also noticed he was coming his way as well. He looked for a good place to avoid him and headed towards the back of the bakery. Marie went one way while Quasimodo went the other. They both spotted Jayon Frollo coming nearer and nearer and ran as fast as they could. They both were looking back as they ran, neither of them looking ahead, then suddenly, BAM! <laughs> they both ran into each other and they were knocked to the ground. Quesadilla fell on a cart of bagels that spilled <laughs> <laughs> Why is there just a cart of bagels? In the alley! In the alley! Wait, when were bagels invented? <laughs> were bagels even a thing in France? Oh my god. I don't think bagels were a thing. <laughs> now we have baguettes. We got... Bagels are a very specific type of bread. They are. They're not regular bread. It's not regular bread. <laughs> god, France. Gotta steal everything. <laughs> First you steal the Italians' paintings, now you're stealing the Jewish food. <laughs> With the lamb and the bagels. Even though the lamb can be for anyone. Yeah. But still, in this order, not on my watch, France, fuck you. <sighs> Quasadia sat halfway and rubbed his head and noticed Marie on the ground and unconscious. Well, yeah, he's got that, you know, bad word strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you alright? He cried. Wait, are you alright? He cried as he ran over to her. She was knocked out cold. Damn, how hard is your head, dude? Like I said. That's not what he that's not what she ran into. No. That's not what she hit her head against. She just impaled herself. Yep. <laughs> Skull fucking has taken a new meaning. Yes. <laughs> Oh dear, what have I done, he said. He picked her up and quickly headed towards the cathedral. He heard shouting from behind him. No doubt it was the baker, so Quasimodo picked up his pace. Luckily, no one else saw him carrying her, so he wouldn't cause any distraction. He went inside the cathedral and took her up in the bell tower. He put a wet cloth on her forehead and sat there, just waiting to see if she would gain her conscience. Just slap her really hard. Come on. throw some water in her face. Yeah. Smelling salts. He took her hand and gently rubbed it. He took a moment to look at how her and how beautiful she was. He had never seen a woman as beautiful as she, at least, besides Esmeralda. <laughs> We're getting Quasimodo! You we have a boner for him. For <laughs> Okay, have you ever seen gender-bent version of Esmeralda? Yeah. He fine. He fine. He fine. Actually, that would have made the whole story interesting if Esmeralda were a boy. Mm-hmm. Like, that would add a new edge. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like this writer 
has taken away all of Quasimodo's like deformities because it is not brought up anywhere in this thus far. We'll see. I think it's because we're supposed to be so naturalized with it. Marie hasn't seen him yet, so we'll see. That's true. I'm like, what if he just turns out to be like regular guy? Smolder. <laughs> um. Uh. But he even thought Marie was even more beautiful than Esmeralda. She simply looked like an angel. Hey, angels spelt right. Mm-hmm. For once in a story. So she had like a million eyes and million eyes and the weird halo-y thing. Mm-hmm. Also the wings and mm-hmm. the weird ball of light going on. Yep. Yep. She started to stir and made a moan. Made a moan? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Cassidia began speaking to her. Are you alright, dear lady? He asked several times. And are you alright, dear lady? 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 My lady, I brought some Mountain Dew and Doritos. It'll get your strength off. I brought I brought some ye old Mountain Dew and ye old Doritos. No. <laughs> Wait, what was that name we came up with? Oh, it was, uh... It was Hill Drizzle. I brought some ye old Hill Drizzle in some non-brand <laughs> triangular nacho cheese nacho flavored. cheese flavored crispy things. We don't have any. Why name. did you allow that to be put in? Our movie. Hill Drizzle? Yeah. Because it was funny and it is still funny. <laughs> and we have it now. I find that one of the stupidest jokes I ever put in the movie. Hill Drizzle. <laughs> it could be anything. I was like, you know, what is the. What is just some synonyms of Mountain Dew? Hill Drizzle. Yeah. Hill Drizzle. <laughs> Summit. Oh, wait. Summit water. <laughs> that already exists. Fuck! <laughs> well, I guess we know who they were trying to rip off. Yeah, Mountain Dew, except with water. <laughs> well, excuse me. Hold on. <sighs> this can still pick me up, right? It's still picking me up, right? Kind of, but not like... Not as great. Yeah. I'm just trying to get comfortable. <laughs> no. Can't be comfy. No comfort. Marie slowly opened her eyes and everything was blurry to her. God, she needed glasses. I can't see anything without my glasses. <laughs> Are you okay? He asked again for the 50 millionth time. She just stared at the ceiling as her vision began to come back because she was spontaneously blind for like five seconds. She just stared at... Where, where am I? She asked. You're safe here in Notre Dame. He replied as he smiled. I am. And suddenly she turned around and faced Quesadillo. Except she doesn't need to turn. No. Because it's, well, she's supposed to be laying on something, right? Yeah, she's laying down. Yeah, so she wouldn't need to turn around. Oh, she gasped and started to get up, get up to up. She then quickly sat down because she was dizzy. 
No, please, don't be afraid, he pleaded. She turned around and realized what a fool she was. I am so sorry, monsieur. Please forgive my rudeness. I was just... She couldn't say. Afraid? Why is laughs in parentheses? That's supposed to be like a parenthetical in a script. Fuck. Afraid. <laughs> it's okay. I get used to it, he said as he smiled. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, she said. I can be such a fool sometimes. Yeah, Marie, you can! This is ripped from the second movie. She said, Oh, not at all, he said. Marie looked around at where she was. What happened, she said as she rubbed her head. We ran into each other in the street and you were knocked out and it was all my fault. I'm so sorry, my dick has a mind of its own, <laughs> he said. Oh, no, please, it was my fault. I should have watched where I was going, she said. Well, neither was I, he said. Well, I guess it's both our faults then, she said, as they both started to laugh. <laughs> After their laugh, there was an awkward silence. <laughs> this dude. So, are you new here in Paris? I don't think I've ever seen you here before, he asked. As if you'd actually ever see her, she was already in Paris, because she's a part of the noble family. That's true. Well, yes, as a matter of fact, I am new here, she said. Ah, well, that's wonderful, said Quesadilla. <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen so far, it's quite lovely, Marie replied. No, it wouldn't be. No, dead, dead people in the streets. There's the corpse cart. There's the, there's the dude who's yelling, bring out your dead. Ding, <laughs> ding, bring out your dead. Ding, ding. Amazing. Someone's taking a walk of shame. Someone's just taking a shit in the street. Someone's, someone's just crouched in the gutter <laughs> taking a shit. Just like, hey, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I have my, no, dang it. It's going back up. I swing down. <laughs> and someone comes running out with a broom. <laughs> Chasing him off, quit shitting on my front step. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to take a poop. Stop it. Stop hitting me with the broom. It's only turning me on. Oh my god. Just runs off. We need to not. <laughs> runs off, half pants halfway down. You know how they wore like really long shirts? Yeah. That's what's happening. He's just flapping as he's as he's pooping. <laughs> and it's just flying behind him <laughs> in the breeze while the woman is like just oh shit, there's shit all over my front steps again. Uh, now I'm gonna The do three it. Timmies get out here and clean up the front. There's only two Timmies now, Ma. The third Timmy died of the plague last night. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, time to get another Timmy. <laughs> Honey, get out here. We're gonna have a date night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why haven't I written a comedy about the plague? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like the right time. <laughs> it does. And you know what? We should have sexy plague doctors just because. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Casting Plague Charming. <laughs> oh my goodness. God, this is boring. This conversation's boring. Oh, you haven't seen much of Paris, he asked, because she obviously hadn't seen the corpse cart and the man yelling, bring out your dead. No. Actually, no, Marie said. 
Well, I'd love to show you sometime. I've lived here all my life, even though I've never left this place until three months ago. Calm the fuck down, Quesadilla. We get it. Fuck you, Saya. <laughs> this is my chance to smash that puss. <laughs> Thank you. Esmeralda isn't giving it up anytime soon because she's engaged to that creep Phoebus. I'm going to put a paper bag that looks like Esmeralda over Maria's face. <laughs> This isn't even invented yet. Where did you? It's a, a burlap bag, sack. A burlap. It's a burlap. Well, you see, the burlap sack was a little too uh, threatening, in my opinion. So, it's a burlap sack with a black wig on it, and the eye holes are cut out, <laughs> and it has like red paint on. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord, we have made this story not okay for anything. No. This is what happens whenever we read anything. This just happens. This is, this is like its own, like, it's side so adaptation. <laughs> I would like that very much, she said and smiled. She began to see that he wasn't so bad at all, even though he... <laughs> Quasi, I love you, but you... Quasimodo, you pretty much kidnapped her. I mean, is it really kidnapping if he just brought her back to make sure that she was safe? It's not kidnapping if you yell surprise. He didn't yell surprise, so it's kidnapping. <laughs> it's not kidnapping, so. Well, I mean. It's kidnapping because he didn't yell surprise. You but know, at the in, same time, she was knocked out. In this type of world, like, you know, we have no idea where any man is taking an unconscious woman. Yeah, no, that is accurate. So. Because the doctors refuse to see women because yes. they don't want to get the gay. Mm-hmm. So. So, you know, if if we don't know who Quasimodo is, he's just running away with this unconscious woman. You just step out your front door some, one morning, you look around, you see the, hunch, the local hunchback carrying off some woman on his back while the baker is yelling at him. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> ah, mamma mia, my bagels! My bagels, even though, why is this? Why is the baker no telling me? Mamma mia, my bagels! This shouldn't even exist yet. It's I a new invention. I don't I don't know what a what a Jewish exclamation would be. Oi, my bagels! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I'm going to hell. We all know I'm going to hell. Yes. Um What is your name? He asked. My name is Marie. What's yours? Quesadillo. <laughs> well, that's an interesting name. <laughs> she said. Well, your name is more beautiful out of all the names I've heard. Shut the fuck he up. He knows like five names. <laughs> he knows. No, wait. He knows Esmeralda. He knows Laverne. He probably knows Mary because the Virgin Mary. Yeah. That's it. Frollo. I'm talking about Master female Fro names. Oh. <laughs> female names. He only knows like three female names. I thought you meant like names in general. He knows three female names. <sighs> well, thank you, she said while giggling. Well, thank you! <laughs> she said while giggling. That was really creepy. It I was. should not do that again. Here, you need to sit down. Would you like an apple or something? Why do you have fruit? Why are you standing? She just stood I'm up. so confused. He asked while pu putting her in a chair. Stop touching her. 
No. You fucking incel? If it's no trouble, she asked. Not at all. Just wait here, he said, while going into his bedchamber. Mm. What are you doing with those apples in your bedchamber? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sticking them into my pee hole. <laughs> I'm not sticking them in my foreskin. <laughs> Shut up! Meanwhile, the gargoyles were overheard and watched everything. While jerking off the whole time. They don't have dicks. <laughs> this I can say with confidence, they don't have dicks. <laughs> I know, I just had to add that in there. Look at Quasimodo's new friend, Victor whispered as they watched from above. Wow, she, wow, she's so, she's very beautiful, Laverne said softly. Yeah, Quasimodo always brings gorgeous gals, Hugo said. Hugo! Shut up. Can, can, You're in love with a goat. Shut up. <laughs> Hugo, this is the... Hugo, this is the second one. Laverne replied. No, no, third. Don't forget Esmeralda's little friend. Hugo replied as he dreamed about Dijali. <laughs> goat, gargoyle, goat on gargoyle action. It's probably a fan fiction somewhere. It probably is. I hate to break it to you, oh dim-witted one, but the goat is a male. Victor said, No, she's not! Hugo cried, He is too! Victor said, Knock it off, you two! Lover and said as she hit the both of them on the head. Marie could hear and saw some stirring from above. What was that? She asked Quesadilla as he came in. Oh, I didn't hear anything, Quesadillo lied. But I could have sworn that those... No, it's impossible, she said while... Touching her forehead. I just could have sworn that the gargoyles were talking, but that's ridiculous. I think I really hit my head hard, Marie said. Of course it's not. It shows that you just have a great imagination, Quasimodo said as he handed her an apple. He didn't wash it. No, he didn't. <laughs> Wait, how does he have access to apples? Yeah. Isn't fruit kind of like a rich person thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's still kind of a rich person. Apples are expensive. They are. They are. It's like $2.99 a pound. And those suckers can weigh up fast. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess I never thought of it that way, Marie said. And then she took a bite of her apple and then proceeded to pass out dead because it was one of the poisoned apples mm -hmm. from Snow White. She's wondering why it tasted like ass. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like battery ass. <laughs> we, should, we should not be allowed. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Marie's home, the Duke and Duchess were searching for Marie. The Duke and Duchess of what? We don't know. Maybe Normandy. She's not in the house anywhere. She's not in the house anywhere, Henry, said the, the Duchess cried. Don't don't worry. I have some semi-sentimentist of gin. Jan. He'll help us find her, the Duke says, as he sat down. I hope you're all right, dear. I just hoped she wasn't kidnapped or anything, the Duchess said. Probably not. She just might have run away, the Duke said. Why on earth would she do something like that, said the Duchess. Well, we were a little hard on her, Uberta. Maybe we ought to give her a little more freedom. She is a young adult now, even though she's... She's, she's a... She's a 15th century gal. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the Duke replied while touching his wife's hand. I suppose you're right. I just want her back here as soon as possible, she said softly. Don't worry, she will be, the Duke said and smiled. A knock came from the door and the Duke went over to answer it. Why doesn't he have a butler answering the door? I don't know. Does this person not understand how royalty works? No. No. Okay. It was Jeon! I heard about Marie, and do not worry, I will search all over Paris for her and find the cult responsible for this. Jeon cried. It's a little dramatic, calm the fuck down. We appreciate that, Jeon. Just look for her, but we don't think she was kidnapped. She probably ran off to explore the city. Which is true, the Duke said. You can never be too sure around here, there are vandals and scoundrels, said Jeon. And bodyguards. <laughs> and... Bring out your dead! <laughs> ding ding! Bring out your dead! <laughs> hey, I'm not dead yet! <laughs> Shut up, Timmy. <laughs> That's where the third Timmy went. Takes out a gun and shoots him. Now you're dead, Timmy. Night, Timmy! <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, Timmy. Sorry, Timmy. There was too many Tims in this town. <laughs> You'll never Tim in a town again, Timmy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know my daughter well enough to know what she is like. I assume she just ran off, the Duke firmly said. As you wish, Monsieur Jean, Jean said flatly. This is supposed to be dramatic and I, I just, I'm bored. <laughs> this is like a bad soap opera. Good Minister Jean, just make sure that she gets home safe, the Duke said. Don't worry, I will said Jeon and then got on his horse and rode off into the sunset because he eat his last haw. <laughs> <laughs> he got up he got up on his high horse. Yes. Jeon searched all over the streets searching for clues to figure out where she could be because suddenly he's Sherlock Holmes. Yes. He spotted a stir in the bakery and went to see what was going on. Ah, oh, Minister Jeon, it's good that you came by my bagels were not the place, he said. By whom? Jeon said. Well, there was this girl in the hunchback. A girl? What did she look like? Well, from what I could tell, she had brown hair, was very thin. I say about 5'4", because apparently people know numbers now. Yeah. Well, he is a baker, but at the same time. Did you estimate height that well? I don't know. Maybe he's just that good. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, uh, well, um, I mean, um, she was about like 5'4", uh, her foot size maybe it was about like a size six yeah um her uh, bus size she looked to be about what um a 34 c 34 c yeah um and uh and um um um, um she had like a little scar in her eyebrow area mm -hmm. and she had like an she had like a one of, one of those beauty mock things on her chin mm -hmm. and she had some zits all over her neck actually that might have been plague shit <laughs> ding ding! <laughs> Bring out your dead! You know, you know, Plague, you know, Plague, sir, it's starting to get a little bit tiring hearing that. Can we just not have the dead coming out anymore? Well, I'm sorry, people are dying! <laughs> you know who else is about to die? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Gun loads with malicious God. intent. Gun loads with malicious intent. <laughs> God. <clears throat> Aha, that must be Marie. Do you know where she went? Because that basic description. Yes. <laughs> didn't even say what she was wearing. No. No. 
She went with the hunchback, the baker said. You mean quesadilla? <laughs> he asked coldly. Oh my God. Yes, those two knocked all my bagels while running into each other, and they went off without picking everything up, and they are ruined. I had to dust them off quickly and put them back in the cot that I somehow put on. I don't know why I keep them in the cot. In the alleyway. In the alleyway where anyone could steal them. You know, I should really rethink this whole business plan. <laughs> you know, or they just both ran into the bakery and it was like full bulleted china shop. <laughs> Everything is ruined. Oh, shut up, you fool. I don't have time for this. Oh, he used fool. He is oh, a Disney villain. Oh, my. <laughs> Jayon said as he left the bakery, What am I supposed to do with all my bagels? The baker tried to ask, I don't give a damn. He oh, cried and rode off on his horse and headed straight for the cathedral. God, he used damn. He did use damn. I, I'm... Can I just, I, um, uh, yeah, no, that wasn't ad-libbed by any, either of us. That was actually a thing in the, that was actually a part. It was actually a thing. God, that was, there is honestly no fucking detention in this whole thing. Mm -hmm.